everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of Our Enemy Burrito. My name is Diana, And I'm Anthony, and today we'll be talking about Wonder Egg Priority, Horimiya, and Attack on Titan. For this podcast, we will have spoilers for any episodes of the animes that we're talking about this episode that have been posted so far up to this week. We record these generally a couple days before we post, and anything that's been uploaded in between we'll generally be talking about. So we're just making sure you're aware that you will be hearing spoilers if you haven't watched it. This podcast is just to hear our thoughts about it, and we highly recommend you tune into the series themselves and watch it for the full experience of the show. So the first show that we're going to talk about is Wonder Egg Priority. This one came out last Wednesday, January 13th. And that's the only episode that's been out so far. The next one is coming out January 20th by the time that this podcast will be released. Wonder Egg Priority is an original Japanese anime television series. And so there is no manga, I believe, out before this. So everybody's going to be on the same page. I am not a manga reader. I am just an anime watcher. So I won't be behind like I would be with every other anime out there. I'm a manga reader. I have no shame in admitting I'm a superior to her. Yeah, I don't really like reading. But I might get into the My Hero manga because I, I cannot wait that long. Now, you want to get into My Hero, get into the My Hero fan fiction. You'll either be really interested or you're going to see some things. <laughs> there really isn't that much to talk about this one because literally there's just one episode out. It had a lot going on in just the one. Yeah. Have you seen um, Madoka Magica? Uh, a while back I did. Yeah, me too. But it, it gave me like vibes of Madoka Magica when she made that like weapon out of the pen oh you yeah remember that part yeah i yeah, was thinking of really magical girl transformations yeah that's what i was thinking of too <laughs> what did you think of the story just I from that was, one episode i honestly thought it was really interesting so when i saw the bug at first i was like this is a very detailed bug and <laughs> i didn't i honestly didn't know what was going on or why she was going to a capsule machine and then boom Next thing you know, toilet paper screaming at her to break the egg. I was definitely confused at first because it didn't explain anything. Like you were just thrown into the story with no context until like towards the end of the episode is when you finally figured out kind of what's going on. Then you automatically know when she saw that other girl, this is going to be a best friend or a rival right away. Yeah, and I mean, she's in the cover photo and they're all like laying on the grass, you know, so I'm assuming that they're going to become friends and maybe like help each other out. I'm not sure. Because, I mean, yeah, like, they're all trying to bring someone that they love that has died back, right? Like, that's the whole point. I think so. Of them, like, battling and saving people. From what I got so far from it, I can guess so. But then again, they weren't really clear. Even the characters in it said, who knows what will happen. They said no comment. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm honestly super interested to see where this anime goes. And I'm actually hyped for the next episode that comes out. Yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully we get some more detail on the story and about her character. Because, I mean, all we really know is that uh, she was being bullied for her two different color eyes. Which I think is stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's so cool. I One time I met someone that had two different color eyes. It was blue and green. And literally everybody was all over this kid, like, looking at him and saying how cool it was. <laughs> if you're not a main character in an anime, you're either a bully or you don't say anything at all. And I mean, she has short hair. And you know what happens to short hair girls. <laughs> well, that brings in a Horimiya when he jumped the fence and the girl with short hair saw him. And I was like, well, hello there, second place. <laughs> so but, what what rating would you give this first episode? What do you think? Uh, I would give it a bean burrito. Bean burrito? 
I was thinking bean and cheese burrito. Just because I, I have some hopes for it, but I'm not sure yet. You know, there's not a lot. I'm not at the bean and cheese yet, but bean burrito for sure. Just because of the fact of how it caught my attention through the second half of the episode. Mm-hmm. All right. And now to get to Horimiya. Honestly, I thought this anime is hilarious. And I kind of related it to our friendship with the fact that he just does his thing. And she's like, you work for me now, pretty much. Yeah. And I would love to read the manga to see just if there's anything in between of why he just decided to just keep showing up at her house and why she's like, you know, I like this. I like this arrangement. Yeah, it seems like the manga has been out for a while. I've never heard of this. Um, I only knew that this anime was going to come out because of TikTok. They were saying about how Horimiya was going to break the internet by how good it was or something like that. So that's why I started watching it because I wanted to know for sure on my own. But yeah, so far it's pretty good. I like their dynamic. Yeah, same here. I like how it didn't immediately turn into some relationship rivals when she rejected the other guy. And it was just like, well, time to move on in my life, just like any normal person. (laughs) But yeah, like I said, when he jumped the fence and it showed the girl's friend with the short hair, my first thought was, hello there, second place. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I keep seeing that scene, um, like compilations of that scene on TikTok of people just like admiring how he looks. Just wait until the fandoms hit. I know. Nothing is safe from the fandoms. Nothing. But to get back to the second episode of that, since this anime only does have two episodes so far, and I believe the second or the third episode will come out on Saturday or Sunday of this week, right? Yeah, they they come out on Saturdays. Okay. So so the second one just came out two days ago. So yeah, at the in the second one, I love how he just terrifies the student council president now for headbutting him for no reason at all. Just decides to walk up, says, hey, you made me mad, so I'm going to headbutt you when he's confronting the other girl. He was just trying to save her from what they thought the incident was of her losing the, what was it, the budget paperwork? Yeah, though honestly, I thought I was going to go a different direction. I thought the girlfriend was intentionally hiding the fact that she lost the paperwork. Yeah, I don't know why she would just be like, throw that away. Yeah, same here. But hey, at least she wasn't intentionally hiding it and wasn't just doing it to do it. So going to the first episode of Horimiya, it was honestly anticlimactic how it started. How she just dropped the phone and I expected some sort of dramatic reaction. Or they had some background with each other from the way they stared at each other. And then he's just like, oh, here's your phone. Bye. Because they kind of gave the feeling for that little five seconds that they were staring at each other. That there was some history between them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... It's just super convenient that he finds the little brother somehow. Honestly, if some dude with a bunch of piercings and all that found my little sibling, I'd be like, okay, you either kidnapped them or they kidnapped you. Please blink if you need help. But yeah, it's kind of funny that no one's noticed the fact that this dude has piercings on. or is ta- even Like his se- arm tattoo? Yeah, or has even seen like half his body being tattooed through... Because I think he mentioned that they were going to be third year. So two years that he managed to keep that all hidden. And I mean, what what was that? Was it PE where he had to wear his jacket or something to cover his tattoo and it was hot outside? Yeah, because he's freaking out because uh, they had a swim class. I've never read the manga or even heard about this before today when I started watching it. And honestly, a part of me wants to read the manga. But then a part of me wants to just watch the show and see where this goes. Yeah, let's just do that because I, I'm not an, a manga reader, so I don't want to be left behind. 
Because, I mean, you already watched Attack on Titan or read it, so you know what happens. Yeah, but I read it so long ago that when I'm watching it now, it's all coming back in bits and pieces. I feel like an amnesiac with this. So, yeah, I kind of like where this is going, how this isn't really following the conventional troops. And that this dude can be terrifying when he wants to be. Yeah, he's not like the smart pretty boy like in other animes. <laughs> yeah, he's just like uh, walks up. Hold my glasses and hold my bag. And then just headbutt student council president. <laughs> Doesn't even say anything. Just says, it'll be fine. And headbutts him. Guarantee you that man is traumatized for life. <laughs> but I wonder how many more scenes are like that. I would love to see more of the intimidating side of him too. Besides just the meek little figure that they show him in school or when he's around her. I would love to see a bit more of showing like the intimidation tactics. Yeah, like obviously we know that they're going to end up together. <laughs> At the end. Or at least that's what it seems like. Hopefully there's not this big plot twist. I'll be honest. It was hard for me to stop laughing when she found out who he was. Like, obviously he was in the house for a solid couple hours or so already. And then he just said, says her name. He's like, wait, you know? How do you know me? He's like, oh, it's me, your classmate. Like, he, he's like, I'm not even trying to hide that it's me. I don't know. I, I just think that's hilarious that he's just sitting there nonchalant. And she doesn't even know who the heck this guy is in her house, but she's being super friendly with him. So what would you rate this one as? Maybe a bean burrito. I don't know. Like, it seems from what is out so far and me not reading the manga, like, it just seems like a typical romance where they're kind of, like, arguing at first. Or at least she is. She's, like, shows no interest. And the guy obviously likes her. And then at the end, she's going to give in and they're going to get together. You know... That just reminds me of the fact that what we brought up earlier, how he jumped over the fence and saw her best friend and the best friend like looked at him in awe. Mm -hmm. When he headbutted the student council president, he took his glasses off and everything they, and he left them off. And she didn't mention anything about the fact that this is the same guy she saw jump a fence like nothing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it supposed to be like those moments where a character takes off their glasses and you don't recognize them anymore? <laughs> I think that's where they're going for with this guy. And, and the best moments part are is, so funny. Yeah, and the best part is he's not even doing it on purpose like how a lot of animes do. Yeah, he's just kind of being himself and people don't recognize him. But, all right, now to move on to what I people... I want you to give you a rating. Oh, I agree. I agree the reading is a bean burrito. Why do you think so? Well, it jumps around a little bit, like what we brought up, how there's some stuff that's not touched up on, like why he keeps going to her house or why the girl didn't have any reaction towards it. Mm -hmm. They had more of a reaction when the guy saw the tattoos and all that, and somehow nobody heard. And I'm pretty sure they basically said this character is bisexual, and he says that him and the other guy wouldn't be a good match. But he doesn't say he wouldn't be with him. But yeah, it just has a lot of unanswered questions, but it's not bad by any rate, and it seems really good, and I would, I'm going to be following this one. Mm -hmm. so yeah, same. For now, yeah, being burrito, and... See how it goes from here. So now moving on to Attack on Titan. The thing people really want to hear about. Yeah. Nobody cares about these random animes. There's so many romance animes out there. So Attack on Titan. I haven't watched Attack on Titan since season one ended way back. And... Literally season... just binge watched it. Yep. Just finished binge watching it, including five episodes of season four and... Honestly, I don't see why people used to hate on it. It's a good show. 
though I heard Erin being yelled out by Mikasa so many times that every time I see her on screen and in the back of my head, I hear her screaming Erin. <laughs> Wait, isn't there six episodes out? There might be. They all kind of blend together at this point for me. I think I watched about 40, so I lost track. Don't don't judge me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you watched all of them within a week. Probably could have done it faster, but sadly, we have this little thing called work and lives, apparently, that interrupt our anime watching time. Yeah, there's six episodes. So this past Sunday, yesterday, the sixth episode came out where we finally see the battle. And Eren comes in and smashes everybody and then fights the Warhammer Titan. I kind of thought that guy giving the speech was on their side for a little bit. Who, on Eren's side? Yeah, the blonde guy that was giving the speech talking about Paradise Island. Oh yeah, Willie. Yes. I forget his family name. Uh, Sorry with the T. Tiber or something? Yeah. I thought he was on their side for a little bit because he was preaching about how they were the good guys. And then he started talking about how they're going to war because the founding titan was stolen. And I'm just like, well, then this escalated very quickly. Yeah. He was talking about being like, I don't know, like, it was a really weird speech. And then at the end, he was just saying that they were just going to attack them and go to war. And Aaron was like, nah, bro. And then transformed right there and ate him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would have been fine if nobody ever went to the island, just left them alone. Yeah, I mean, they all just want the power. Want to control all the titans. Ah, uh, that always gets the villains. Though honestly, I can't even tell who's the good guys or the bad guys in this show anymore. I feel like they're all kind of morally gray. I've been seeing that a lot on TikTok. <laughs> I get everything from TikTok. But they're saying how they weren't supporting Eren's actions and like killing all those people and attacking right then and there. And killing innocent innocent people? What do you think of that? Well, given the fact that it's been about four years, and even though Aaron doesn't look like it's been four years, Aaron looks like it's been ten years for him. But it's hard to say, like, what happened in between. So it could, could be justified, but honestly, I don't think it is. And you don't think his actions are justified? Nah, I, I feel like he could have just stayed on the island and just kept beating them as they showed up. Eventually, they would have stopped coming. I don't know. I mean, it, they were the ones who disturbed his peace first when they broke the wall and his mom got eaten and all that. And yeah. I mean, all of his friends were dead. Like Petra died, Levi squad, uh, Marco, like so many people that are in his life died. And so now he's like taking revenge, you know? So yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like in that sense, it was justified because I mean... Reiner and Annie, well, Berthold, he, they all like killed innocent people in that first time that they showed up on Paradise Island. Well, Annie didn't do anything, so. That's true. She was just there, but I mean, she was part of the plan, you know. Yeah, she was, but it's like we saw how she didn't want to be a part of the plan. She was threatened into it. So I don't think Aaron was justified in what he did, but I think Aaron is justified in attacking Reiner. Yeah, that's true. That he's just turning into the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough, but I mean, he has all this built-up anger that he has on these people for everything that they planned and did to him and, like, the people he loves and the people he knew. I feel bad it's for those kids. Tough. Oh, the <laughs> the two that died? Mm-hmm. It was Zofia and Udo. Uh, is that his name? I don't know. I remember. think so. I think it was Udo. 
But yeah, it was messed up how they died. And then you have a basically a Marleyan version of, of Aaron with that little girl, Gabby. Oh, yeah. And now she's like, oh, I'm going to kill them all. Just kind of repeats yeah. itself. That's true, because, I mean, all she sees is the attack, just like Aaron saw the attack of Reiner. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think it was justified. It just creates more, more problems in the long run. What did you think when the squad showed up? I thought that was a pretty awesome entrance. I love the fact how they basically outmaneuvered these pure soldiers just from pure skill alone. Do you know if the Marleans know about the their ODM gear and like how it works? Yeah, because the Beast Titan Beast Titan took it earlier. But like, do they do they know how it works? Like, have I don't think they know how it works yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Like I said, it's been a while since I read the manga, so everything's coming back in bits and pieces. Yeah, I was wondering because um, I don't know. Like, obviously, like people were surprised that they showed up, but I wasn't sure if they knew about all of their advanced technology. <laughs> I mean, even if they did, these guys have been using the ODM gears a lot longer. But yeah, like I was saying, I doubt even if they made their own ODM gears, they could use it nearly as well as the scouts could. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because, I mean, that's their advantage right now, being able to move out of situations quickly. Well, and their ODM gears also have guns on it, too, not just swords, so. And they have grenades on them, too. And the I think they're called the lightning rods or thunder rods. Which ones are those? Those are the giant missile-looking things on them. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant <laughs> when I said grenades. Oh, I don't know what I... they were called. Okay. Yeah, I think they're called lightning or thunder rods, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, like, technical words. Or for thunder spears, maybe. Probably wrong. But, yeah. Oh, when, when Levi showed up. Oh, that was a smooth like entrance. And, like, in the, there's this one part. He's, like, shooting forward in one of, like, with his ODM gear. Mm -hmm. He's, like, flying forward. And then all you from behind him, all you see is his butt. <laughs> People are going crazy over his butt online. <laughs> Once again, that brings back to the point. The fandoms can be a scary place. But yeah, his entrance was awesome. And I love how Piet got Vietnam flashbacks pretty much when she saw him. I know they're all scared of him. Especially after Zeke. Like after... He Roy. basically ripped apart Zeke on his own. <laughs> what rating would you give it? I would give this one a bean and cheese. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I will give it a burrito with guacamole. <laughs> you see, I like Attack on Titan, but I don't like it that much. Oh, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I really like it. Maybe not a burrito with guacamole, but definitely like it's up there. A breakfast no. burrito. Maybe. Yeah, breakfast burrito. I would say that'd be a good one. Mm -hmm. It's definitely my top five. I could see that for you, looking at Levi's butt. <laughs> yeah, the sad thing about this past episode is that we didn't get to see Armin. No, I think we did. I think he was the soldier that put Piek in the hole. But, like, he didn't really have... Are you sure? I thought that was Mikasa. No, that was a blonde dude with a beard. I thought it was fake. That... I don't know. I don't think that was Armin. But either way, like, if... even if that was Armin, like, we didn't see any action from him, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it if Armin is there, chances are just waiting for a good moment to show the Colossus. I mean, obviously, like, he's not going to show up right away with the Colossal, but I would have liked to see him, like, flying in with everyone else. Yeah, no, that definitely would have been really cool. Mm -hmm. I think that other brother, Puck, he has some issues. Why? The one that has the jaw titan. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the fact that he's like, ooh, I'm going to be the one to take take the Titan from you, Aaron. Aaron's oh, already been, like, two Titans on his own, so. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's just trying to prove himself or at least, like, defense his, or defend his people. Maybe. He did but... kill a lot of people and his friends. <laughs> so he's probably pissed. Yeah, but even before that, when he was talking to Rainer, he seemed to have issues. Like, Do you remember saying... any of that from the manga? Not really. But, yeah, like, when he's talking to Rainer, saying, ooh, I should have been the Armored Titan instead. It's like, yeah, you could have been. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that Eren's still able to beat the Armored Titan, so... Is the Armored Titan one of their most, like, powerful Titans that they have in control? Right now, yeah. I think the Armor and the Beast Titan it? are their stronger Titans. Because the Beast Titan is known for its insane strength. The Armor is known for its, like, near-unbreakable skin. Though now it seems like everything can break its skin. Especially Eren. <laughs> right. And the Warhammer is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. I mean, since you read the manga, do you do you know what other stuff the Warhammer can do? Besides what we saw in that last episode? Well, I can go into it without spoiling it. So oh, darn. That's the... <laughs> while we may have spoilers on this podcast, I try not to spoil anything that's coming up. Yeah. It makes sense. I, I don't know. I just thought maybe like it made other things, you know. Honestly, when I look at it, I kind of think of Green Lanterns. You know how they can use their ring to make whatever they want. But yeah, and then the whole war thing. I'm kind of interested to see the dynamic of the war between how many countries are going to be against Marleans. Because uh, in the manga, like you can't really see much of the fights, right? In like drawings. <laughs> no, so, you can't. So like really That's the animation... Me- yeah, I was going to say, that's one thing I love about the animations compared to the manga, is when it comes to action scenes or anything like that, it's a lot more immersive. Yeah, I would assume it's a lot more exciting for manga readers. We could skip over the dialogue if we want, but when it comes to the fight scenes, can't really skip over that because it really shows like what the manga was trying to tell you. Like I remember for the first fight between Eren, Rainer, and Berthold, it wasn't nearly as climatic. Because all it seemed like was Aaron was just beating Berthold or beating Rainer. And then poof, Berthold crashed and he was kidnapped. But in the Oh, anime, when he was, when Armin ate him? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. The first fight they had when they revealed themselves. Oh, okay. By the wall. Yeah. But seeing it in the anime, seeing like the actual, how they were more evenly matched was just super interesting. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I, the only manga that I've read was Orange. And then right after I finished reading it, the anime came out. So that was like perfect timing. <laughs> and that's the only manga I've ever read. Yeah, me, I've read too many to remember. All right, so we'll wrap up this episode. We're going to try to upload every week or every other week. And we're going to upload different animes through each episode. Next week, we will be talking about Skate the Infinity, The Promised Neverland, Kimono Jihen, and so I'm a spider, so what? Please tune in. We won't go back to these ones until probably about halfway through their seasons. This way we can give it a more justifiable rating and talk a bit more about each one. Like Anthony said, we'll be uploading or at least trying to upload every Wednesday, if not every other Wednesday. And they will be up on Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. And then on Sundays, we're going to upload it on YouTube. We also want to thank Anchor for distributing our podcast to all the hosts that I mentioned. Thank you for being our first and only sponsor so far. Hopefully we get some more in the future. 
Thank you for listening in and make sure to keep a lookout on the second episode that comes out next week. Anime burrito out. Mm-hmm.